Hey everybody, this is Cami jumping in real quick. We have a really special episode lined up for you guys today. Our Foxfire Fellows, which is a group of eight high school students from Raven County, decided that as part of their summer fellowship, they wanted to put together a podcast episode. So today, what we've got for you is their episode, which focuses on the movie Deliverance. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you have any thoughts or feedback or comments for our high school students, go ahead and shoot them an email at magazine at foxfire.org. Or as always, you can reach out to us on Twitter at it still lives in the number one. So thanks. My daddy's gone on, my grandpa's gone on, my great grandpa's gone on, but you still live. You know, the, the spray is still here. Well, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Tell me of a home far away. Welcome back to It Still Lives. Um, we are Foxfire Fellows. We're taking over the podcast this month. Um, I'm Allison. I go to Raven Gap Nakuchi School, and I'm going into 11th grade. I'm Natalie, and I'm an upcoming freshman at Raven County High. So this podcast, uh, we decided that it's going to be about the film Deliverance, and we chose this film because even though it was filmed over 45 years ago, that it still has such an impact on us young people, even though we weren't there when it was being filmed. The fact that it still has a huge impact on us, we thought that that was cool. So we decided that that's what we wanted to do. Another reason why we chose the movie topic is because there was a film recently filmed here in Raven County called Hillbilly Elegy that brought some positive and negative things back to deliverance and the way people are feeling in our community about just the movie industry in Raven County. So deliverance was filmed here in Raven County um, July 30th 1972. Part of it was filmed on the Chattooga River and in Tallulah Gorge. Um, the inspiration of the movie was um, people wanted to bring awareness and tourism and money to Raven County and it, it kind of did that but more in a negative way people think that everyone who lives here is just hillbillies I mean and people think that bad things are going to happen to them because of the things that happened in the movie so just a rundown of the movie um, it starts off as four people from the city going down to a backwoods town in the middle of nowhere and they're going to go canoeing down this river and so at the beginning of the movie it starts off of them just trying to find people to drive the cars down where they're going to get out of the river and that's when the movie kind of starts taking a bad turn in my perspective as um, people are looked at differently because they don't look the same as people that the city people have seen throughout their lives. And, um, and then it goes on to them getting in the river and going down and then they get out of the river and then this is when 
the most iconic scene from the movie, um, the squealing pig scene when these two country people rape these two city people that are going down the river. And then they just keep going down the river and that's pretty much where the movie kind of ends. They just go about their way after the scene. So there's this other one scene, um, the banjo scene, that people talk about a lot. So the scene that Raymond County is most known for in the film is the banjo scene with Billy Redden, and he plays the boy on the porch that's playing the banjo. And what, what happens is these city people are coming up to this house, and they see this little boy on the porch and along with these four city people is a musician and the city person like the musician in that group can connect to Billy as he's playing the banjo because they're both musicians but you, they came in and they look at Billy a little differently because he, he doesn't really look the way that they're used to seeing people look like and I think that affects their perspective of people f from Appalachia and from the country and the way that they connected over music was kind of cool in my perspective because these two people they've never met before they're from different backgrounds they don't know each other and that they connect over music is cool. Yeah I agree that just Music is kind of like a language that everybody can understand in a way that if you're a musician and there's another musician, no matter where they're from, even if they speak another language, you still can connect through music. So The movie was said to be based off of true events, and I'm not really sure if it's true or not. Um, there's been multiple things that have kind of pointed differently in saying that it is and it's not. How do you feel about it? Yeah, the, I don't know um, how the squealing pig scene was brought into the movie um, and even the banjo scene and the, the other scene that we'll talk about later, but I don't really understand how that was fit into the movie. To me, it didn't really makes sense and I don't know what part it played. I, maybe I just missed something, I don't know, but to me it didn't really make sense and it really put a bad rep on Raymond County and Appalachia. I agree. I don't think it fit. They didn't need to put that in there and I just, I agree. I don't think that, although bad things do happen here and I'm not saying that people don't do things like that, but I'm just, I don't really see it. But bad things happen everywhere. It's exactly. not just Appalachia. It's all over the world. Bad things happen, and you can't just really place it on one certain place. Yeah, I agree. So there's this other scene in the movie that really kind of set a fire under Natalie and I when we watched the movie. <laughs> it's the scene where there's this grandmother and this what we think is her granddaughter and um the grandmother's sitting there knitting or quilting and um 
there's the, one of the city people looks through the window and just kind of stares at them like he's looking at a zoo at the animals and it's the child is disabled and he perceives it as they're inbred and that everyone in the region and where he was at are inbred and I I just don't think that's the way it should be perceived and I believe that it was wrong because anybody anywhere can be disabled it doesn't matter it's really just about genetics and yeah just because you see one person that has or a few people that have disabilities in one area you can't really again you can't place it on that one area that came all over the world there's people like that all over the world yeah i agree so we have a audio clip from the grandmother um miss andy webb so we're gonna play that now and we will dissect it after they ask you know give you any kind of invitation to come and see it or offer to take you down or anything like no. that they didn't offer to, to get you down there so you could see it or bring a copy of it by? No. They didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know it. Uh, you know, I don't like them to, to put people out and put them out of their way if that's, you know, if that's what, uh, if that's what happened. Uh, wait, I... I thought maybe you could you could tell me a little bit about how long they stayed and what you know what kind of things they they asked you to do things like that. Oh yeah, they were fast. Were they nice? Oh yeah. Uh. Be very nice. The lady cooked me something to eat and bring over here. I thought it was nice of it. Yeah. Was that a woman with the movie crew? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. They, your house, the house here is in the film. Did they, did they bring a lot of things in for that? No. Uh, they, they had some, uh, some gas pumps out front or something like that. Did they have to bring all those in? Yeah. They brought all that stuff in? Did that, did that get in the way or anything? Oh, no. Didn't matter? Yeah. I wouldn't go grumbled if they had. You wouldn't have grumbled? Why is that? Oh, because I give them leave to come here and you, make the picture. Yeah. Did they explain what the picture was going to be about? Yes. What did, what did they tell you the picture was going to be like? How did they, you know, well, how did they get your permission? They come here. Yeah. Got yeah. Yeah, they wanted me and the baby. Uh-huh. In the movies. Right. And I was piecing up curl pieces. Yeah. <laughs> what pattern was it? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see, but I was just working like I was a right. piecing up quilts. Right. So in the clip, um, I got from the clip that no one took miss andy webb to go see the film i don't think she ever saw it and i think she probably would have been disappointed 
They didn't tell her what the movie was going to be about. They just asked her if they could film on her land and if she could be a part of it and the child. And I think it, they kind of did her wrong, maybe took advantage of her because they, they didn't tell her anything about it. She knew nothing about what the film was going to be and it was wrong for them to do her and the child like that. Yeah, I agree. And the part where she says that she likes it gives me the feeling that she didn't see it as well because, I mean, if that was your family, you wouldn't want to see them like that. And um, we didn't even know the people and we were still upset by it. And I feel like if she would have seen herself and her family like that, it would have, she would have been more than disappointed, I, I believe. And it was really upsetting to see that they put that part in the film where the guy is just looking at them like they're, they're just like from a different planet, like they're just so different that they're not even human. And to me, to see that was very, very upsetting. Yeah, it didn't fit with the plot either. Like it was just kind of an extra thing that they kind of threw in there it didn't help them at all with the movie just to add more to the way people in the audience would see the people in the movie and the people from Appalachia. So even though this film was filmed so long ago people still talk about it all the time and especially whenever we have people here filming movies and that's when everything gets started up again and you think it's just gonna be quiet for a little bit and then it just kind of pops up again and people are still very upset by deliverance people who were not alive like natalie and i and although we it doesn't affect our daily lives it still affects us in the long run people still associate raven county with banjos and the squealing pig scene and people going down the river um, we've heard stories about people saying that they might need to go faster because what if someone stops them and makes them squeal like pigs? And that's very upsetting and <laughs> gets people going. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see things like that happening, you know? It's just, and with the film industry, here in Raymond County, since we are such a small town, people got, I feel like people got so excited that their little small town was going to be part of a film. And before the deliverance was out and was being filmed, people were excited and they were happy and they wanted to be in the film. And then when it released and got turned out, they were a little, dis maybe more than a little disappointed with it, and it scarred them. They didn't really welcome the film industry after that, and then with the new films that were being filmed here, everyone had different opinions about it. Yeah, people are very on edge, I believe, with film industries coming here and filming in Raven County because they don't want the same backlash that they got with Deliverance. So we have one more audio clip from Lindsay Moore, and um, he just talks about his take on the movie with his family and everything. So the audio clip for Mr. 
Lindsay Moore is bad. So we have one of our Foxfire fellows along with myself recreate the audio. Did you happen to see the movie? Yes, ma'am. I saw the movie. What did you think of it? I didn't think too much of it, to tell you the truth. I didn't. I didn't really like it at all. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that. Just between us, and I don't know who will hear this, but it was a disgrace to the county, if you ask me about it. A disgrace to Raven County? Yeah. Would you explain that a little bit more, please? Well, I don't know if I'd explain that, but from the action that took place in the movie, I didn't like that, if you know what I mean. I didn't like that. If I had a child that was underage, I would forbid my child to go see this movie whatsoever. And I wouldn't take my wife after I found out from hearing what the other people said. And I didn't want to take her, but she wanted to go. So she went with me, and she didn't like it at all. So to dissect this interview that we have, Mr. Moore was not actually in the movie. It was just his reaction to taking his wife and the way that he saw the movie was like he said a disgrace to Raven County and just I think what he said is very true in a lot of ways although some parts of it are kind of iffy about um, his wife and everything but it's still pretty accurate. In in his audio it says that he wouldn't he wouldn't take a child to go see it and he didn't even like taking his wife to go see it and I am right there with him because it is for mature audiences only it's if you haven't watched it yet and you want to watch it be sure to not have children around yeah also be prepared for some very harsh language mm-hmm. um we do recommend you watch it I mean it's a it's a good film, although it does have some iffy scenes. It still has some good points mm-hmm. in it. I mean, the river is beautiful, and they have some really great shots of that. And the banjo scene, I think, is well done, although it is kind of... I wouldn't want to be perceived that way, but... But it does show a good point, Yeah, that even though you're from different backgrounds you can still connect over a worldwide thing so a big thing in the movie is we are well people from Appalachia and Raven County are perceived as hillbillies and most people when they think of hillbillies they think of moonshine jugs straw hats overalls boots no teeth just this not appealing person and when you get here and you actually come to Appalachia you don't see that it's not really how how people look here and we have our own accents and we have our own way of talking and our own words but that's just what makes us special we Yes, I agree. (laughs) Part of our Southern charm. Another part of that is that we are very set in our ways. Maybe not us young people, but definitely generations 
above us, like our parents and grandparents. They're very set in the way that they were raised in. I think that just becomes with that other part of that Southern charm. They just are very in touch with their roots and their heritage and just where they've come from. Yeah. Here we, well, I was raised to respect everyone and going back to the squealing pig scene, I don't think that people, I mean, I, I know it happens, like it, it happens, but it's just, it's not a thing that people think it happens like every day and that's not true. We do respect everyone, well most people respect everyone <laughs> that they come in contact with. Yeah, it doesn't matter just the way you look or the way you talk, it's everyone respects everybody or most people like Natalie said respect everybody. So we have a few definitions of the word quote-unquote hillbilly that people associate with us here so I'm just gonna read one and then we're gonna dissect it and talk about it and discuss it together. So the first one's from Wikipedia. It says, an unsophisticated country person associated originally with the remote regions of the Appalachians. So that definition, I agree with most of it. We are associated with the Appalachian Mountains and the mountains in the country and things like that. But to say that we, to say that people from here are unsophisticated, that's a, that can have very different meanings and definitions, I guess you could say. Sophisticated could mean book smarts. You could be good with math and science and social studies and, you know, be a doctor and a lawyer. Look at it, you could look at it that way. Or you could look at it being sophisticated as in knowing the land and knowing how to survive and know how to keep a stable lifestyle. And I think that that's how our knowledge is. And, and not saying that we're not book smart because we have our doctors and our lawyers and things like that. So we are smart in several different ways, but a lot of people perceive people from Appalachia to be just dumb as a box of rocks and we're not. I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> so the next one is from dictionary.com. A term used to refer to a person from backwoods or other remote areas, especially from the mountains of the southern U.S. That one I agree with most of the, I, all of that. That's a yeah. pretty good definition. I agree with it also, although backwoods kind of gets a bad rep. I think that people think of backwoods as, you know, we don't have shirts on and we just kind of do nothing all day. And I disagree with that because I think that backwoods is just another location in our county. Like, people live in the backwoods. I live in yeah, the backwoods. Yeah, in the woods. <laughs> yeah. In Literally in the woods. Yeah. Um, so the next one's from Webster, which is the actual dictionary that we got it from. And it says, a person from the backwoods area. Which, honest, honestly, I thought that the one from Webster would be longer and more detailed. But really, it's just kind of 
straight to the point and not bad at all. It's yeah. It's a, really good, actually. Yeah, pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one we have is also from Wikipedia. It says, Hillbilly is a term often derogatory for white people who dwell in rural mountain areas in the United States, primarily in southern Appalachia and the Ozarks. It's not bad. Like, we are... I mean, it has location, correct, and I don't find anything wrong with it, I don't think. But not everyone who lives in the mountains is necessarily quoting hillbilly. I agree. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. identify with being a hillbilly, quoting? Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I don't think I look like one, if that's what you mean by that. Like, I, I think I dress and look like anywhere else, anybody else from anywhere in the world. I mean, you know, I don't think I wear overalls and things like think? that. <laughs> no, I know I don't <laughs> wear overalls and stuff, but in terms of actions, no, I don't think so. I mean, hillbilly is broad, so maybe sometimes <laughs> when I get a little hyper, maybe. <laughs> so I also think that hillbilly is uh, an insider's term, like people from quote-unquote hillbilly places can call each other hillbillies, but I'm not really sure how they would react if someone else called them a hillbilly, you know? I mean, you, like, joke about it, like, it's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, when you're, like, serious, calling somebody a hillbilly, some people get offended. Yeah. Not everybody, but some. If somebody called you a hillbilly, would you be offended? Hmm. No. No? No, I don't think so. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh... This is part one of a part two series of the topic movies. We'll have our part two episode after the release of Hillbilly Elegy. Um, so make sure you look for that. So follow our Foxfire fellow Instagram at Foxfire Students. And look for our next magazine coming soon. Thanks and catch you soon. <laughs>